over the holler. Welcome back to Less Tech More Nick. This is your boy Devonte. And this is Eric. Less Tech More Nick. Mm, y'all hear what I say? Less Tech More Nick for your mother and your brother. We gonna hear from Eric and Devonte. It's strange times and these are strange days, and it's strange people living strange ways. So expect. Let's take Monique. And there's no guest today. It's just us doing our thing like usual. The question I have starting off is how's life? I feel like we haven't talked in a minute. That is true. Honestly, fuck, between all the shit you have going on, all the shit I have going on, I it's been a whirlwind, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's I can't believe it's middle of July already, 2023. I mean, this year has flown by. We're more than halfway through the fucking year already. Yeah. That's fucking crazy to me. I've never had a year go by this fast. And I know the older you get, you know, time does, it kind of condenses and you it does go by faster for sure. But yeah, man, I mean, it just feels almost now is it's more surreal than COVID. COVID wasn't weird. It was like, oh, like shutting down for all this. And like, you know, how it was handled. I was like, oh man, that's not going to be good. Printing all that money, giving it to people. I'm like, oh. It's probably a better way, but, you know, they didn't have a solution to that. You know, I just, I, I kind of just took that and started. I was like, well, I was pissed. I was like, oh, man, just stop working. I was like, oh, I'll just go have fun. And, you know, I wasn't too worried about it, I guess. But now it's like, man, 2023, this year has been way crazier, at least for me. And, and I think for other people, too. I think, mm-hmm. you know, we just looked at um, statistics of, like, you know, overall satisfaction, life satisfaction. And it seems that in whole in aggregate, it's gone down for people, you know, and I, since 2020 and it makes sense, you know, if the average person is living paycheck to paycheck and then all of a sudden the cost of everything explodes, mm-hmm. you know, after all the, the money printing, it's like, yeah, of course people are feel, feel like they're not going to be able to get ahead that they're kind of a sense of hopelessness, you yeah. know? And I think you, you get to see that more now, even in myself, I, I think now I'm more aware of like, oh man, like I thought I was so right through my 20s. You know, I've talked about this already, but it's like I outsmarted the system. You know, I fuck, I haven't worked for someone since I was 25. So since 2015, like I just understood the financial system, understood the tax system. Like, okay, like I could break out of this. I got out. And of course, then of like, oh, marriage, like starting a family, you know, doing any of that. Like, oh, fuck that. Like, why would a man with a functioning penis ever get married? I mean, that was my attitude. I was like, a new partner is better than anything. That's better than any drug, better than anything on the planet. Why the fuck would anyone do that? And now at 33, you know, having a kid with someone I don't even know, my dad, you know, just beating cancer, by the way. I mean, oh, nice. it's not not confirmed, nice. confirmed, but good, good, good. that is a checkup and uh, no tumor. You know, he's been biking 100 miles a week right now. Yeah, enjoying his retirement, which is nice. And obviously because he's in shape, which is a good reason to stay in shape, especially the older you get, he's just been able to bounce back pretty fast from chemo. They said they've never seen anyone bounce back as fast as him, even younger people. They're blown away. But again, this motherfucker, I mean, he was biking 200, 300 miles on a weekend. Like his heart is stronger than most people in their 20s, especially in today's world. Mm -hmm. So, Well, that's really good. How about you? Oh. You know, just life, just <laughs> working, working, working. You know, I was thinking today that maybe I might have bit off more than I can chew. I was thinking that for you the other day. Like, you have so many things going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I literally I literally had that, <clears throat> that thought today. But I think what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to plan it out better. 
I'm actually going to try to plan my day out better because I've never had to really plan my day. I've always been pretty good with knowing what I got going on in my fucking head, being aware of what's what I've scheduled already. Mm-hmm. So I think now I'm just going to plan my whole day out for a whole week. The weekends I have nothing going on most of the time. So the weekends are not the problem. It's Monday through Friday. So I'm just going to plan out my entirety day. <laughs> We're going to see if that works. If that doesn't work, then I'll I'll drop a couple jobs just to make sure I, I'm doing all right. Yeah. How many jobs do you technically have right now? Technically right now I have four. Okay. Yeah. I have four jobs right now. They're all part-time. Mm-hmm. Three of them are, are sales jobs. Two of them are set my own hours and do my own thing kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, cold calling, door knocking, and the other ones are pretty simple. How has that been going for you? I mean, honestly, we haven't really connected. I mean, do you feel like you're able to keep up with the cost of living doing what you're doing now? Or is it just like, man, I how the fuck? Like, Well, I had this conversation, <clears throat> not this exact conversation, but I was talking to one of my friends and she was like, have you thought about just doing one thing and just focusing on that? Because she was like, I starting out before I started doing what I was doing, I was doing the exact same thing you were doing. And I was like, oh, okay. And then she was like, I focused on one thing, stopped all the other jobs, and now I'm doing much better because now your focus is primarily on just that one thing. Mm-hmm. And so I've been thinking about that, but I have to figure out what could I focus on out of the four that I have that I could really have a career in. Hopefully when this podcast blows up, <laughs> we can just do this for the <clears throat> podcast. I'd also love to be like a motivational speaker. I think that would be something I'd love to do. You got the voice for it. Well, I just want to go around and talk to people. I think yeah. people need fucking motivated. Most people That's, aren't motivated for you, shit. What do you think I do for a living? I know. <laughs> I know. Which, I mean, you know, it's you're smart, though. I think, you know, for what you you want to do, I mean, it's building a network. Mm-hmm. That's what all my life is, is one big network. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, I've got multiple jobs, but they're focused on you know, the network of people I know in this town mm-hmm. and then obviously providing different services, my expertise, you know, obviously uh, the physical side and then you know, automobiles, you know, real estate to some degree. I don't have my real estate license. I've thought about that, but it's like, is that biting off more than you can shoot? Mm-hmm. It's like, how many licenses can you hold? How many jobs can you have mm-hmm. before you're just shooting yourself in the foot? You, you have to be able to pay someone to help you with certain things. And I, I know for myself, I, I felt no, a lot of what I did was what you're talking about is like, I tried to do too much myself. Like it's better to say, all right, I don't know everything. And you, you learn things, but to, to get someone in that actually knows what's going on for whatever you're trying to pursue, that's everything. I mean, even mm-hmm. getting help here, you know, shout out to Patrick. This wouldn't be possible if it wasn't mm-hmm. for him. Absolutely. You know, amazing, yeah, no fucking idea what we're doing. <laughs> amazing work. You know, I'm sure. Could I try to learn it? Could I spend extra time just learning how to edit and, and produce so I wouldn't have to pay him every month? I could, but I take that energy and then focus on my clientele and focus on what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. And then I can make money to pay him. It's mm-hmm. much more efficient that way. Oh yeah. Well, that's a, that's so. a whole team. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what makes everything grind and go. I mean, he's, he's pretty much like the engine, mm-hmm. you know, without him, we're not, we're not doing this at all. No. I mean, we can try. It's not going to be, <laughs> it's not going to be as good. I promise you that. Yeah, no, absolutely not. <laughs> he's been a, a wealth of knowledge, especially I never in a million years thought I'd be doing anything like this, but. I, I used to hope. Oh, that's, hope you know, that's again, that's why you're in my life. You're, that's the strong suit. You know, I believe that for you, this is really very natural for you. For me, this is not, you know, not from an entertainment standpoint. I don't, you know, I try to keep a low profile and everything, even talking about our lives since doing this, it's been, 
it's crazy because then people come up to me and they're like, man, like you can't believe you admitted all that or mm-hmm. said all that. And it's like, man, I can't either. Like I look at people, I'm like, oh, that's cool. But it's cool to see the response of like, man, like it takes a lot of balls to mm-hmm. talk about that shit because well, yeah. it's fucking hard, you know? Well, it's interesting because you and I will talk on here. I mean, we talk on a fucking daily basis anyway. This, we just have mics in front of us. But it, it's interesting to have some people come in sometimes and they're like, yeah, you guys have given me a, a lot to think about because we're just doing this and then we just go on <laughs> about our day really yeah. and we don't even really think too much about this and like the fact that we've recorded some shit mm-hmm. and put it out there for people to listen to and then when people come in they're like oh hey you guys have kind of helped me out a little bit and it's like holy shit wait a minute you're listening mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like i for- i forgot that i even said anything there, to be honest <laughs> half of the time yeah like yeah we're not doing this full time and it's not like we're hammering out episode or like doing live streams it's just yeah. you know once we're really once once a week right now so yeah i mean we've kind of missed a couple what, two weeks now mm-hmm. different shit yeah life a bunch of life going on i've been busy i know you've been busy and yeah. shit. I, combination of living and working why do you think because you said you you kind of did the same thing I was doing, where you were just like working, but you were doing multiple different things. Was, Why do you yeah. think you were doing that? Well, it probably goes back to, you know, for myself, especially when I was younger, it's like, oh, the whole system is rigged against you. It's like everyone's just trying to take your money away from you. So I'll do every, I'm going to learn how to do everything myself, and then I won't need any help. I can just do it all myself. And it absolutely shot me in the foot. I mean, long run, it did. I'm, you know, I've learned a lot from it, and, and I organize myself a lot differently now. And again, I was young. I mean, I think every young person, especially an entrepreneur, makes mistakes. But I was too worried about, you know, I was stepping over dollars to pick up dimes. Looking back on it, I was literally stepping over dollars to pick up dimes. And, um, you know, I ended up getting luck, kind of lucky, I guess, with, I wouldn't say lucky, because now it's horrendous the inflation and everything but lucky with covid where i was able to more or less profit off of investments from covid where if covid didn't happen i would have been a slower burn and i probably would have got actually lost money long term just because i wasn't doing it because i was trying to do everything myself you know on top of you know focusing on having fun you know going out blowing backs out and trying to travel all over the u.s which is fun but it's not sustainable if Again, you're also simultaneously trying to do everything yourself. I mean, you just can't juggle that many balls in the air. So really it's time. I mean, what you're just talking about, like scheduling your day, time management. And I think that's, it's tough to do. You know, I think I, I'm constantly trying to learn. So, you know, for me, been substituting, you know, pornography with like, just like, all right, now we got to be engaged with something else, then, which is I don't know, I guess, you know, healthy, unhealthy. I don't know. I mean, today's world, you know, I talk to clients all the time and I ask them like, so I bet I don't mean this to be combative just because everyone's doing it. It's like you, your wife, your kids, everyone's in front of a screen. I bet every evening, like all evening. And that's when they're like, oh, wow, that's true. I actually literally talked to about a client just now. And that's just crazy where it's like, even if you're not, even if you're consuming good information, like, let's say you're listening to this podcast. You're like, oh, man, this is really helping me out. Like, I've cut back on porn. We're just substituting it for other digital whatever. It might be not as stimulating. I'm not saying, you know, this is this on the same level of pornography. Obviously, it's not from a stimulation standpoint. But it's still, it's just you're getting a drip of something, mm-hmm. you know, where you're, where you're connected. I mean, if you're listening to us, you're connected into the metaverse. You're connected to Spotify or pandora or you know apple music whatever so 
it's just weird to think about, man. I was just thinking about like we truly live in a dystopian world now. Yeah, we're present with each other right now recording this, talking about this. I think that's one of the coolest things about doing this. But simultaneously, it's like, am I going to look at my phone after this? I probably yeah. do. I really need to? No, I, I don't need to. I know I can. I, my alarm's already set, which is probably unhealthy. I use my phone for my alarm again. You know, I have a fucking alarm clock and I just can be like, all right, well, I'll read a book. I don't have to look at another piece of technology after mm-hmm. this conversation. But will I? Probably. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm not watching porn, I'm just, again, substituting it for something else. Mm-hmm. So what I've been doing recently, I haven't even been watching TV at all, but I have my Xbox and I usually connect my phone to my xbox okay. to play music through my tv and so i, I play music okay after this i i know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna go home i'm gonna listen to music and i'm gonna write that's what i've okay, been doing so you've been listening to music and writing yeah. what have you been writing about uh fuck dude short stories fucking poetry most people have no idea i do that no, I had no idea. I, I know, I know. Here we go. Here no, no, no. I mean, judging, I think that's awesome, man. That's sweet shit. No, I don't. Good for you. I used to, I used to care about that. I don't give a fuck anymore. It's what I do. It's I, I love being creative, and I love sitting down, and I'll have ideas out the blue. I had an idea right before I came over here, and I recorded it on my phone so I can come back and and when I get home, I can write it down. I've been like this for very since since high school. I've been sitting down and just writing shit but that's what i've been that's what i've been doing whenever i get home so i can listen to music and fucking writing and i feel good i i'm extremely i have a lot going on mm-hmm. and i think i I definitely bit off more than i can chew but i'm very happy with life i'm like very very happy with life i think i'm meeting a lot of i think i'm meeting a lot of good people right now and i think it's it's actually kind of helped me out tremendously with how I feel in life. I feel I feel almost like I did when I was a kid. Almost, not exactly. But I so I have like these really good feelings and there's no true explanation other than just being genuinely happy with life right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people can say that. Mm-hmm. I can't say that. And I really mean that. And not in a you know, poor me kind of way, just like, you know, what I I've had a lot of fun, you know, in my life. I'm the smart guy, given a lot of opportunities too. But you know, where you're just like, wow, what's next? Yeah, I've got a kid, but again, my kid is, he doesn't live in the same city and he's, he's someone else's kid, I guess. Like, it's like that kid is everything to the family that has been raising him. And I, and I respect that. I'm like, hey, I'm not going to try and take him away. I'm not going to try and, you know, tell him you guys are bad people or anything. I mean, just, uh, I'm going to try and add value to his life when I can, you know, once a week or whatever. And then obviously, you know, work more to, you know, help provide for him. You know, not that I, you know, I care about him, but it's not, the situation is crazy. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it, well, it's I mean, of... <laughs> you, you just found out about the kid, right? And he's six years old mm-hmm. and that's six years of his life that you've missed. It's going to feel like somebody else's kid currently. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys are both just getting to know each other. I mean, he has, he probably calls you dad. He probably does love you, mm-hmm. but I mean, he's just getting to know you too. He yeah. has no idea. You are, but he's a he's a child, so there's that purity, there's that innocence of him. Mm. And so when he's told that, like you're his dad, he's gonna believe in, he's gonna love you full force. Mm. But you're both just getting to know each other still. Uh, that's what's such a trip, man. Yeah, I think the hardest part is it's like it's someone. It's almost like you adopted a child. Yeah, kind of. Mm. But it's my real kid. I right. mean, someone else adopted him. But I mean, with the know. same yeah. same respect is that someone who might adopt a six year old. Mm. They still have to get to know that kid. 
but in a year that's your child i mean you're you're not going to feel at all like you do now mm-hmm. which is probably some type of confusion because it's uncharted territory no and so now you're just learning but once you figure it out you're, it's going to be completely normal for you yeah you're gonna be like man there was a time before this or i didn't know you that's crazy mm-hmm. well and it's i mean it's i mean the whole hookup culture and everything else of you know all this sport fucking people are doing it's fine when you're not procreating but when you do because one party is not on the same page as the other party, obviously. It's, I mean, that makes it real, man. It's like, this isn't a game anymore. You know, it's like this, you know, as much as everyone's treating it, you know, men and women, everyone's blowing each other's backs out left and right, fucking OnlyFans, $5 billion industry. It's like, yeah, people are getting as many nuts as they can in. Mm-hmm. And then for women, it's as much attention as they can get, or they're profiting off of it, which is... I mean, it's just phenomenal, man. Because it is. It's a feeling. I mean, I've talked about it on here before where it's like, yeah, it's a constant drive. For some men, I get it's it's higher than others. For me, it's pretty high. So it's like, oh, well, why wouldn't I just have fun? And this makes it more real of like, oh, shit, like literally procreate with someone you don't even know. Then obviously, like, you know, meeting her, I'm like, oh, well, like, I would not. No, I no interest in dating you. Mm. Um, no, not a fine human, but just again, we never would have met except we were fucking wasted, or I, I know I was wasted at Drunken Monkey at one in the morning. Anybody is still at the bar one in the morning is wasted. And yeah, that's well, either way, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, it's like your frontal cortex is shot, especially with how much I used to drink. That was that was gone, and it's like wow, you're not even making cognitive, real cognitive decisions, which obviously drunk hookups happen all the time cool until you're like oh shit you bring life into this world part of you is in this world now that you know not that anyone plans to have kids i get that with like literally another part of someone you don't even know like you know that's and it's not like that was the first or last time i did that you know i just thought everyone thought like me where it's like oh like no one would have a kid in today's world you Mm -hmm. know and obviously she was on birth control and it didn't work and you know, don't chose say to obviously. What? <laughs> so don't say obviously. What? Oh, obviously she uh, was on birth control. No. Oh, so she was. I mean, no, she was. She And I, I believe her. You know, I was like, I, I know there's no reason to lie. I know that shit isn't 100% effective. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even as insane as I am, I never, I mean, if it was a real stranger, even on like Tinder and shit, I would like wrap it up. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't, when I was sober for most of those experiences, you know, I'd maybe go meet someone for a drink, but... I wasn't like getting blacked out for Tinder dates. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking, and this is a thought I've had before, but this is kind of just a, a thought I'm having now, is that I think the hookup culture has made it where people are actually afraid to date. Yeah, man. I'm fucking, yeah. Because it's like, oh my God, if we're supposed to be ourselves, like I could never date. Mm-hmm. That was always my attitude. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I can't be faithful. Yeah. There's no way. Well, I was talking to a friend of ours uh, this past weekend, and he was telling me, he was like, man, I'm actually just afraid to date. I was like, honestly, dude, you have every right to be afraid to date. No. It, it, it's so scary. What was their reasoning? I, it was just because of how much attention and how much attention a woman gets right now. So, like, it was a male being like, man, is it worth competing? Is yeah. it worth well, because competing? He's with- talking to this girl. And I like her. I think I think they definitely should. I definitely think they should date. But he's talking to this girl, and they haven't committed to each other at all. Even though I think they're both committed to each other without having the, the label, the label of it. And he was like, "Man, it's just it's scary because the amount of attention that these girls get now. I just don't know if my trust is like fully there. That's absolutely." 
a fair a fair thing to have and feel. Did he, did he talk about trusting himself, being faithful long term? Yeah, or? it's not it's not himself. It's not himself. It's not himself. So that's always been my case. But I think it's different for each person. You know, for me, it's more myself. I'm never too worried about the girl. But again, the it's tough because when you start looking at girls where you're like, damn, like I would actually want to have a kid with this girl. I never wanted kids. So it's always been recreational fucking for me, which is great. But of course, my mind sh- has shifted. And honestly, it's the hardest part has just been pulling myself out of it. Mm-hmm. Just being like, all right, no more new bodies, no more porn. It's It's been excruciating, especially because I'm not having regular sex in a relationship. Now it's like I'm doing it without that. And it's like, man, my brain is so conditioned to that shit. So like for me, it's the opposite of him where it's, oh, shit, I feel like there's no way it could be faithful long term but again if it was someone i really cared about and not only cared about but someone i could see myself like man i want to combine dna with this person for real to make a real human that's a game it's a game changer like thought to have as a guy because then it you're like i mean you become like a girl like you become very selective now i'm like whoa like very hyper selective but i get what he's saying of am i going to compete i might look at a girl and be like man that she's gorgeous and, you know, I've been with gorgeous women, but I'm like, man, I, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, man, she's, that girl's getting so much attention that I, it, you know, the sex tends to be not as good. The it's, I almost feel like I become a worse person. Cause then I'm trying to like please her too much. Cause I know competition for this woman is so high and it's like, uh, okay, but this is someone like, oh, I'd want to procreate, you know, even if they're like, you know, a nice person. Well, if they're a nice person too, not just physically looks look looks good. So I, I've thought about this a lot, man. I don't know. So anyway, so what what are your thoughts on it? No, I mean I I agree. I I don't. I'm not looking to date anybody unless it's unless it feels easy. I want to get to know somebody before I actually date someone. I want to know you know about your past. I want to know how you're feeling now. What are your beliefs? Are we on the same page with that? Like I, I want a friendship before anything romantic happens. And we got to have, like, there's certain things that are, like, no-goes. Like, we got to have deep conversations. Mm-hmm. But I, I got to be allowed to to be my goofy self. Like, we have to be completely comfortable around each other. Like, mm-hmm. you are who you are. I'm not going to judge you for it. And I want you to be comfortable like that around me. Like, whenever you're with your, your girls or if you're home alone, however you act there is how I want you to act around me. Mm-hmm. No fronts. No, no fronts. And that's the hardest part about dating in general, about oh, relationships, I would gosh, say, is the fronts, man. man. It, and it would make sense. You're, it's, I mean, the whole thing makes sense. You're competing mating strategies. Mm-hmm. You know, for us, it's quantity. We just, you know, every, like, not every girl, but it's like, you know, we, that's just how we, we're very visual. We perceive the world that way. For girls, it's, again, their world is unique to them of they're looking, generally speaking, for you know, an average heterosexual woman, you know, the highest quality guy they can get, you know, a guy that they find attractive and is going to be a good father and, you know, successful and all that other stuff. Because we perceive the world differently when we approach each other, that's where the issues come in, I've learned. Because then one party, you know, not on purpose, but is essentially is trying to finesse the other party because, you know, you you essentially know where it's like, okay, you know what this person wants and like how do you word things so you can get what you want you know as a guy it's like most guys are looking for sex for girls it's you know guy they they you know the girls like sex but it's very selective with who they choose so a man is going to present himself as someone that they should select you know even if it's just a hookup you still have to come in and be smooth as hell (laughs) 
it's not easy to get laid as a guy. Oh, yeah. So I'm gonna write a book on how to be smooth. Oh, uh, you could. <laughs> You've been turning girls down left and right, which is the funny part. Oh, dude, it is. <laughs> There's one that was not easy. That's for sure. That is for damn sure. Still did it though. Still did it twice. And it's really because you, you know, it's like okay, long term, my goals are one woman family. That's smart, man. I mean, again, you're not blasting apart your brain like I have. Well, I mean, most most of the women have been fairly easy to turn down. You mm. know, the, one of them I see more than sex, mm-hmm. and I see potential there. You know, maybe further down the line, I'll I'll pursue that more seriously if it's a, a possibility. But other than that, most all the other ones have been pretty easy because I haven't seen them any other way besides oh, you're just going to be a hookup. I'm going to nut and I'm going to go on about my day. Like I'm not going to care. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's fair. It's become easier. That's for sure. But you haven't even, you haven't been watching like almost any porn, right? I don't, I have almost zero desire right now. Interesting. To what I, I've, we're going to be open. I've masturbated (laughs) once. Damn. Twice this month. I have, literally almost zero desire to do it do you feel more level now that you mm-hmm. you don't consume as much mm-hmm. and so you just feel like you operate in kind of a more like a narrower bandwidth of highs and lows and stuff yeah i i, I feel i feel really good oh. like whenever i i did it i was like oh you know i haven't done it in a minute let's do it i need to release one but it wasn't it wasn't like oh my god like i need to release this right now it was yeah. just like uh, yeah let's do it and I went on about my day. Nice. It's very, it's very nice to know that I have that, that control. No, I've I, controlled I, it I, so well I that don't I don't, that control. I don't care. Yeah. yeah, it's not something that like really benefits you have my day. To do. Yeah, it's like oh, I have to fucking mm-hmm. get this nut. Yeah. Well, like honestly, a couple, like three, four weeks ago, mm-hmm. definitely was a different story. What do you mean? I was like, oh, I need to, and I was doing it like once a day. Okay, yeah, but that could and that could shift again. You know, I don't think it will. I feel pretty yeah. good about what where I'm at right now. Well, once a week maybe, ever. like that's good. Yeah, no, that's fine. No, I think everyone's amount or whatever is unique to them. But I think I read somewhere. I think the only reason I'm doing it too is because I read somewhere that when a a guy has to nut kind of regularly to have like good sperm, and I was like, okay, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> That's that's not a problem. I can nut regularly and make sure that my fertility stays. Yeah. Well, and it's also it's, yeah, it's the amount you do. And honestly, it's more. I mean, there's videos on this stuff, but it's more of the edging is the the dangerous part for a man. It's not necessarily the coming. Like no porn, you're jerking off for a few minutes and you come. Like mm-hmm. that's not a lot of ups and downs it's when you're consuming lots of pornography you're thinking about it all the time so you're constantly riding an edge essentially Mm -hmm. getting your dopamine to fire between neurons and you're you're just you know that down regulation of just like oh my god you're just saturating the shit out of your brain more or less and um you know it's it's the go get it's anticipation and then you ride that until you you finish and then you get that oxytocin it's the you know essentially the 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 relaxation feeling post-nut clarity they call it 
that's what they've shown is more the dangerous part. And it's the amount you're consuming. So you're looking at all these novel videos and whatever. You got OnlyFans girls up. You got the Pornhub in the background. You know, that's what they're showing is like, man, that shit, that shit is fucking bad for you. That shit is really dangerous. It's no different than shooting up heroin, doing fucking meth. I mean, it's different, but it, it isn't. It's the same. The same synapses are being fired. It's just free. That's the dang. That's the scary part about it. Well, I get OnlyFans isn't free, but you know, porn is free, so you can consume you know so many naked females at one time and then finish. And then it's like, man, you we've never been able to stimulate the brain that way. And I got hooked. That's why I've hooked up with so many girls. I was like, oh man, like I just wanted to turn porn into real life, and I did. And it's as fucking crazy as it looks <laughs> but you know then what and i got you know, i've talked about this before but it's like yeah then what because yeah, that then what's tough well that's why we started this and that's why we have these conversations man and then what is real tough yeah. do you do you think that people lie to themselves as far as relationships go whether <laughs> <laughs> no continue sir whether that's liking someone and not wanting to give up and the reason they don't get into a relationship is because they really don't want to give up that attention and this is that's for women and then for men it's because they don't want to give up their their options uh yeah i mean i i think that's that's a real thing i mean look at all of you know, all my cousins, maybe we're not a great example based on what you just said, but we're all single. So again, there's more single people now than ever, especially, I mean, again, in Western cultures, uh, you know, 17 of us, three are married. That's fucking phenomenal. I'm one of the youngest ones at 33. So, you know, I think people are really learning that it's like, wow, I'm a very imperfect creature and I'm so imperfect, you know, why, you know, I can't be with someone else, you know? And again, I know that's not just universally true, but why are there so many single people? I mean, there's obviously a multitude of factors, but again, it's a, it's a, it's a very, it's such a different world than our grandparents' world. You know, there's way more choice in every single aspect of our lives. So it's ridiculous. You know, something I think I've noticed when I was growing up and all the way through adulthood is that there are people out there that should be together. There's two people that should be together. And for whatever fucking reason, they don't get together and they end up seeing other people. <laughs> and I'm like, why? And they end up hating the relationship they got in. And I was like, why would you do that when you they both know that they should be with each other? Mm -hmm. I've seen that a lot in my life. And it's it's really confusing. And that makes me think that they, they lie to themselves about what their actual feelings are. Yeah. That's Ooh. that's yeah. just my that's just my <clears throat> view, because. It, they yeah. they know they yeah. have to think about the, the connection the connection is there okay the connection is there and they know and i fucking i'm out here i'm an outside source i can see it's like god damn you two should fucking really be together like this works mm -hmm. i don't know why you guys aren't doing anything about it and the, the connection is super strong and it's there uh they fit well for each other but then they go on to other relationships and i think they're they're lying to each other about how they actually feel <laughs> or they're afraid that the other person isn't going to feel the same way, even though they fucking do. Which is why I think that you should always be open and honest. If you like somebody, I think you should let them know. If you're feeling somebody, you should let them know. I think we got to stop playing these fucking games. Well, yeah. I'm playing with everybody's fucking emotions. 
And again, limited choice too. I mean, if you're talking about relationships now, it's like, yeah, I mean, people are highly individualistic. People are chasing careers or chasing fun Mm -hmm. because men and women don't need each other because of this world we've built, you know, very convenient world we've built. I would say it's more that people are more self-aware that they're imperfect and they're just like, man, it's like me. It's like, oh man, like, fuck, I'm going to cheat. Like, I know there's nothing better than a new novel woman. So I'm going to cheat. So I got to fucking bounce, you know, or I can't be in a relationship. Not broken. I just am a filthy fuck, you know, what can I say? So that that's one rationale that I could use, but in it, I'm not, fuck. I mean, again, a lot of it is probably from my dad's job and my own job where you, you get to hear people day in and day out and it's it's tough one of the hardest things that i think about relationships is that being truly honest with someone is fucking difficult it's easy to be honest like you and me i'm honest as fuck with you because what there's nothing to lose and that's what's why people they like hookups you know most of the girls i've hooked up with they said they've enjoyed it a lot because I don't sugarcoat shit. I'm like, I'm a nasty fuck. You're not the only girl I'm fucking. We can hang out and fuck or what? do whatever. You do fuck whoever you want. I don't care. Just you can tell me, not tell me. I don't care. And they, they've never had a guy just come at them so aggressive of just like, yeah, just be honest. Like, I don't care. And it's funny because it actually drove why I think it was so successful with women is that was a huge attraction driver. So in a way, maybe in a sick way, it was kind of manipulation in that maybe not manipulation just they found that so attractive that women they were just like oh my god yeah i'll sleep with you yeah i'll hang out with you but you know deep down because even if it's just a hookup women take such a hard hit for sex you know they they could be on all the birth control in the world if a man is fucking you you still are thinking in your reptilian brain oh i'm gonna get pregnant from this guy as good as it feels i'm gonna get pregnant from this guy so you're going to want some investment from him which is really what I learned the last, you know, three to four years studying the woman I would hook up with of, they would always kind of fish around for, oh, well, maybe we can do more. Maybe you could hang out longer. Maybe we could go on a trip. Maybe we could go get dinner. And I was like, what? Uh, dinner? Like, don't do that, honey. Don't even remember your name, honestly. No, I'm just kidding. I wasn't, I wasn't that bad. But. That creates a lot of emotions for them, for yeah. a lot of people anyway. And I think the thing is, is that most people are afraid of their own emotions. Well, being honest with them mm-hmm. you know or even but i mean or recognizing behavior because i can honestly say i can fuck without emotions i am a guy and i'm a guy that can do it i definitely could do porn if i really wanted to do it it's more stepping back and understanding it's like okay just because you can go fuck and then you like mm-hmm. you know get in your car and drive away and you're just like got that post nut just like oh that felt good didn't lie to anyone don't have to go to a like sexless relationship or sexless fucking home or have shitty you know kids yelling at me it's like man i'm fucking i i figured life out until you you can take back it's like step back and be like damn like no you're just like a meth head hitting the meth pipe like you're just like got that new novel partner cool leave you know, it's an incredible high, new partner. And then I, you know, really the last three years, I really felt that downswing of just like, man, I feel like I didn't feel bad. I wasn't like emotional about it. I just didn't feel good about myself. Yeah. I was like, man, like, ah, there's probably more to life than this, you know? I mean, even besides sexually, I think people are all afraid of their emotions because for you, it's, oh, I can fuck and move on. But then there's other people from past relationships, male or female, that have been treated some type of way and they felt some type of way and they don't want to feel that again. 
So now instead <clears throat> of being true to themselves about, oh, I'm feeling this way about this person. They're like, oh, no, I'm afraid of this feeling. So I'm going to go ahead and just fucking either destroy it or just back away and go completely away. And that way people are afraid of their own emotions and they're not being truthful with themselves. That's the problem. That's what I'm saying. But how many people even get to that point now? I think I, I think a good portion of people, I think that's why we have the hookup culture now, actually, is because most people are afraid of their own emotions. So fair, through, but through he, this, yeah. go ahead. No, no, you go. So th yeah. through this, the way they cope, it, it's like the way like you cope whenever you're like upset or angry. What do you do? What do you want to do? You want to go fuck something. No, that's me, yeah. Right. <laughs> and now I think more people are doing that because it's a, it's a way or, to or get using their mind. video games. Yeah, or, or whatever. whatever. Some mm -hmm. some form of this technology, get, yeah. gaining attention, getting those likes on fucking Instagram, going to play video games, going to smash a new woman. Mm -hmm. These people are using this because they are really afraid of their own emotions and they're not being truthful with themselves. We have to stop lying about how we're feeling if you if you're like oh man i'm liking this person but because of my past experiences that have nothing to do with this person now i'm going to go ahead and just fucking not tell them not like them and i'm going to go do something else i'm going to go post a picture get fucking millions of likes i'm going to go play video games and not think about them for 8 hours and blah blah fucking blah instead of sitting there and dealing with it and really being conscious with how you're feeling and telling yourself no, I like this person. This is how I feel. How many people are even put in that situation now? If you are working from home, you live alone, which is a lot of people now, or you know, you go to your job, but you're, you don't interact with that many people. How many people could even get to that point and fuck dating apps? Like, I'm sorry, but if you're swiping through people, that's not a fucking connection. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I'm not hating on people that have met people on them. It's fine. But let's be real. Like, yeah, you can meet someone off there, but I would not. They should be called meeting apps, not dating apps, because you are meeting a fucking stranger you never would have met in real life. That and that's the biggest X factor I found with dating apps. I mean, for me, I turned it into pornography. I was just like, oh, man, look at all these tits and ass. And I was like, man, I knew what pictures to put, what to say. Blowing backs out left and right. Awesome. Like, yeah. And I get there's a lot of guys out there like me doing that right now. But even for people trying to date with them, it's like, man, I, I, me personally, I've never felt like a connection with someone through a screen. I've never met all of my friends, my best friends. I mean, you, I mean, all my friends, they're, I've met in person. It was a natural connection you slowly build over time. And I don't know, man. I mean, that's one of the scariest things about the internet. And, you know, obviously, dating apps fucking only fans it's like holy shit you're you're essentially tricking your brain as a male into being like oh i can reproduce like just endless like i just there's endless reproduction which for a man there is we don't get pregnant so it's so fucking stimulating it it, it translates into real life because then all of a sudden you can't even meet people in real life because you're just like oh my someone like me it's like oh my god i can't be faithful and i'm not the only guy i've had multiple men say well, I'm pulling myself out because, like, you know, I don't want to be faithful. I can't do it. And it's like, I don't, most of these men wouldn't have said that if it wasn't for the internet because it's so hard to meet women in person and it's so hard to actually get attraction from someone. Even, shall even go into the bars, it's not easy to do. That, yeah, it's, it's impossible, I think. And I'm seeing it. I see, you know, online, what online dating has produced. And again, not talking shit. It's worked for a lot of people and not trying to, 
belittle your relationship, but I can see, you know, again, it's what, seven of every 10 relationships. It's most of the people we know. It's almost, All it's actually almost a hundred percent of the people. And I know. see it and I see, and it's not, man, I'm really not trying to sound like a dick. It's just like, are we better off with this stuff? You know, and I, I, the last wedding I went to, man, it was a, one of my old clients and he, uh, he got married off of Bumble after he knew, he's like, man, I need to really work on myself before I date. And he like, the apps are just so addictive. He was so lonely. I just need to find someone. Basically, the first girl, like, okay, you, you know, and it's like, they, you know, they're, it's been tough. It's been a tough, you know, they've been married for, I don't know, six, seven months now. And it's like, we talk a lot and it's, it's been hard. It's like, whoa, it's like, this happens so fast. The rate of change, obviously very fast where it's like, did I even get to know myself? And like, you know, within a year you can meet someone, get married, hell, have a kid, whatever. And it's like, man, I just, when I look at pulling myself out of it, cause I've, all I've wanted to do is go back on. Cause I'm like, ah, fuck. Like look around. I'm like, man, I don't, would I want to date any of these women? It's like, I don't know, probably not. And it's like, I can go online and stay outside my social circle, blow backs out and just live my, you know, hermit lifestyle, I guess. Or like nomad lifestyle, I guess I should say. And it's like, I, I know it's not healthy. I know that a woman in my life would make me a better person mm-hmm. and I would compliment her. And it's, it's so much of that has detracted from it. And even men that are really looking, you know, I realized I use them predatorily, which is, you know, not good on me, but you know, I just can see all these men swiping through. They're just swiping on everybody. And then they're because of our competing mating strategies. I've seen these, I mean, you've seen these girls mm-hmm. dating apps. They have just thousands of men in there looking to fuck, looking to marry, looking to have a baby tomorrow. Like you get everything and it's, that's not real, you know? So all these men are just so desperate. They're swiping right. And they're like the first girl that likes them. They're just like, Oh, I'll take it. I mean, you could see it. That's mm-hmm. what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's that fucking insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I don't know. Nobody's getting it, it. It takes away that, that real connection. <clears throat> Right. I mean, I think as humans, we have a natural connection with each other. Somebody really fits you well. You know, I mean, we've met people in our lives, women and men, where it's like, we just don't, we just don't click. We just don't really have that connection. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. But there are people out there you just don't connect with. But then you meet people like us, where we connected almost immediately. Mm-hmm. But we met in person. If we would have ever met through text, there's no way we would have connected like this. No, absolutely not. You know, I mean, not. there's there's certain things in your life, like facial expressions, mannerisms, like mm-hmm. tone. All of this <laughs> leads into some type of connection. Because people can have a tone. It's like, okay, hold on. I don't like that tone at all. Mm-hmm. And th- this whole internet thing takes all of that away. Mm-hmm. And and <laughs> we're not we're not truly getting to know each other. It's all superficial shit it's all superficial no one's willing the amount of women i've talked to that are actually able to hold a deep conversation and then actually ask questions is almost zero literally the i've talked to in the last seven months this entire year i've talked to one maybe two women that actually could hold a deep conversation one that wasn't super defensive the other one was pretty defensive. One of them was not. She asked questions. She understands. Everything is in a calm tone. It's a conversation. Mm-hmm. Other than those two, zero women know how to have conversation. And well, most men, that. most men 
don't know how to have a conversation either. Yeah, a lot of that's, you know, some personality type. Some people are just not people people. So they're, you know, their conversations are just going to be like kind of lacking because they. These are some people that I asked. I was like, oh, man, are you an introvert, an extrovert? Do you like people? And they're like, yeah, I love people. I'm an extrovert. It's like, do you know what the fucking extrovert is, brother? (laughs) And do you know what it means to like, like people? Because you do not have a people personality by any means. That's, yeah, that's fair. I mean, again, I guess our own perception of ourselves is sometimes it's distorted, very dis- distorted anyways. But no, I definitely get what you're saying. But yeah, at the end of the day, like you e- either way, it's if you can't limit your choice and you can't, you know, especially as a man, be like, go fucking face rejection, motherfucker. I know I've said this a billion times. Go fucking face rejection. Mm-hmm. Like, just go up and say, hey. And again, for girls, like, stop curbing, like, these men left and right and, like, putting them on blast on film and shit. That's got to stop. That shit has got to stop for sure. Because, yeah, you push everyone online. And, of course, yeah, that, I mean, dude, they've shown that literally the inequality of online dating is worse than that of Venezuela, which is one of the most impoverished countries in the world. And it's literally like you can take online dating and it's like Venezuela has more equality in their population than we than we have globally, like with online dating. And it it makes sense. You know, we're so hypergamous as a species, it's it just pushes women right to the top. And it, you know, obviously the, the men that learn to to use it, it's like it's endless fucking novelty. It's endless just brick hard dick. I've tapped all the levers, man. It's it's a trip, but then when I pull myself out of it, and I'm not obviously going out drinking and shit, it's like, man, who who would I really want to be with? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, holy shit, you become much more selective. You become more of like, wow, I really want to get to know this person. Mm-hmm. And then you got to throw in the like, well, if we were to make a kid together too, you know, not only just be with them and can they have a conversation? Mm-hmm. Will they hear me out? Will you know? Will you mesh well together? Because I think that there is just an X factor to that. But with that much choice. I, again, I, how could you? I don't know how you could. I guess, you know, over time, like, you know, you're just like meeting someone randomly, but again, it just seems so, it is, it's, it's so superficial. That's why you have to, before you get into a relationship, you have to get to know the person. That's a, I think that's a huge rule. You have to get to know the person. I mean, you can like them right off the jump, but you still got to take your time and get to know them. And mm-hmm. then, you know, there's probably going to be some things that you're going to find out where you're like, what the fuck, I do not like this about this person. Mm-hmm. And if that's a deal breaker, then that's a deal breaker. And that's okay. You shouldn't but, You shouldn't hate the fact that, oh, they have something I don't like. Maybe I should. No, if that's a deal breaker for you, don't go for it. Mm-hmm. You're just going to end up in a, a worse relationship. <laughs> but again, being able to talk to, be honest. I mean, that's the hardest part. Honesty, yes. Because I you know, obviously talk to a lot of people every day and ah, people... If people were really honest in relationships, I mean, you know how many, as bad as a divorce rate is now or breakup rate, you know how worse it would be if men had to be honest and women had to be honest. I mean, I know 20 marriages out in like that just from my personal life. I think if that's how you have to start it off, though. I think you have to start it off being very, very honest. (laughs) In today's world, yeah. (laughs) You know what is interesting to me? I just thought about this. Do you know who Adam 22 is in like... Uh, I've heard of Lena them. the plug. They're a porn star couple. We I was talking about this with a client today. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So you know they might get a lot of backlash for how they go about their relationship, mm. but 
they're not lying to each other, mm-hmm. not one bit, and they're still together, and they seem like they're actually happy. And, you know, she just went off and made a video with another porn star. Um, obviously, he, her husband knows about it, and people are like, oh, man, I would never. It's like, well, that you wouldn't, mm-hmm. but their relationship dynamic is completely different, and they're completely open with each other. And if they're both okay with this, mm-hmm. then... I personally don't see anything wrong with it because they're grown ass (laughs) adults and they're consenting and they've come to that agreement with each other. Mm -hmm. So I think we should actually take some lessons from them (laughs) because I mean, I mean, as crazy as it might sound to the traditional mind yeah, or whoever. Traditional minds are all on who, fucking OnlyFans right. and Pornhub and going downloading Tinder. Whoever is in charge of this judging of people's <clears throat> relationships. Yeah, I I think that we could actually take notes from them. They're open and honest with each other, and that is more than ninety nine percent of relationships. They're just out in the public, and it seems taboo for what they're doing, even though most people are doing what they're doing, but behind each other's backs, and not being honest with them. So. Adam and Lena, if you guys ever do hear this, congrats to you guys. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, again, how some people go home every day. Yeah, I get it. I, I get, you know, it's like, okay, well, I'm already in it. I'm already married to this person. We got a kid or whatever. Like, I can't be honest because it'll end the marriage. And it's like, I just couldn't do that, man. Like, I, I couldn't, knowing what I know, especially with my job and just everything I've I've heard just from being, you know, in the people industry, it's like, if I go home to someone and I tell them I love them and I live with them and I've got a family with them, they're going to know everything. Mm. I'm like, yo, like whatever my our boundaries are and boundaries we set or whatever the fuck that is, they're going to know. And, uh, you know, that's all I ask. And I think that's one of the coolest things about, you know, for me in relationships now is that that's all I ask is like do full honesty. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a fucking lunatic. I'm fucking insane. Very open-minded. Mm-hmm. Very agreeable need to rein that in a little bit and again kind of again put something above just this having fun time you know and again i'm willing to give up my sexual reproductive strategy to accommodate someone i really like being with sure you know and again i'll i'm i want to be monogamous you know again we can talk about things down the road if i feel compelled to whatever or we decide to cool we can bring it up and i will bring it up to you full honesty if i just feel like man i just need new pussy I'll come out and say that to a woman. I've, I don't care. I'm not going to go do it. I'm just going to tell her. And again, same thing for you. If you need new dick or fucking whatever, just don't fucking lie. But dude, the number of people that go to bed every night with someone and just knowing like they were out. I know a lot of people were like they were out sleeping with someone else the night before. It's like, dude, that, that would be tough, man. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I, or just lying about dumb shit. Like what you what you were doing or. But I, that, I think that goes to the thing is like if you're if you're lying to your partner, if you feel the need to lie to them, you're probably with the wrong person. <laughs> that that is definitely true. Because if it can turn into an <sighs> argument fuck. over nothing, and you can't have a conversation, that's not that's not good. That's not yeah. good. Unfortunately, that's not good. I mean, dude, you if people were really honest, you know, the divorce rates would go to like ninety percent. It would literally go to ninety. percent It would go to ninety percent starting <laughs> off. But if everybody from this, from that point on it was just like was completely honesty. honest with each other, I bet yeah. the divorce rate would be close closer to zero. Hmm. Because now you know exactly what you're getting. You guys got to know each other. You've been open and honest with each other from the very start. You've set your boundaries. 
Everything is on the table. There's mm-hmm. nothing that's not on the table. And so now you're ex- extremely comfortable with that person and you guys will grow together. Now you feel no need to lie to each other because you know everything and you know that you guys are able to have a proper communication whenever it comes to whatever comes up. Hmm. But you know that you can talk to that person and you'll work through whatever it may be. And you're going to be a lot happier instead of getting with somebody purely based off of getting to know them superficially. It's a real problem that we have in the world is hmm. honestly just lying to each other. We got to cut it out. That's we got to cut easy, it out. Easier said than done. Oh, it is. Man, <laughs> I, I, I mean, for me, I definitely want. I think if I get with the right woman, it's going to motivate me. It's going to, she's somebody that's going to push me beyond my own capabilities. Mm. Right? I don't want someone who's just going to sit there and fucking nag. I want someone who's going to be open and honest with me, like completely, completely honest with me. And she's going to keep it real. I don't want someone who's going to sugarcoat shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, if I'm sitting down being a little bitch, I want to be like, hey, you know, you've been kind of a bitch lately. I kind of need you to get up and get doing your shit. She's going to push me. She's going to drive me. She's going to motivate me. You know, she's going to bring out that that childlike energy that I have. Be happy like a child. You know, but she's going to make she's going to make me want to be a better a better man. And then vice versa, I'm going to do the exact same thing for her. I'm going to motivate her. I'm going to be there to support her. If she is having a bad day, if she's down or whatever, I'm there to pick up whatever she doesn't doesn't have for that day. Mm-hmm. And I can do that. I'm the I'm the man to do that. But it's only going to be for one person. And I am I am perfectly okay with being with one person for the rest of my life because trying to deal with multiple other women <laughs> with it's a lot that's of just fun. a lot of it's not it's, a, work. it's not it's not <laughs> what kidding. I want. It's, it's it's a lot of work. It's not. Yeah. It's very stimulating, but oh, it's sure not it uh, probably it's not worth it. No. I mean, that's why. For me, obviously, it's like I'll I'll bring it up as I need to bring mm-hmm. it up because I that's just who I am. But I know, you know, at least the last girl I dated, you know, just like, well, I'd, you know, if I'm sexually compatible with someone, it's like I can be monogamous, you know. I mean, I'm a freak. I get it. And I got a high sex drive. But, you know, if you're a girl that doesn't have a high sex drive, that wouldn't work for mm-hmm. me. I know that doesn't work for me. I've been with Same. that. So. <laughs> it's, it's, you got to make sure you're sexually compatible. But, um, you know, besides that, it's like, you know, then you work out kind of who you are as individuals but it all starts from the honesty then you can grow at a real pace i think when you come in so like for me i will say in my last relationship it's like i wasn't ready it's like i was hooking up like no a week before we were like hanging out and i was like oh like yeah i'd give it up for maybe a cool girl and i was like oh yeah i'll hang out with her some more and you know i gave it up and i was like oh okay this is cool i'll share it with just one person but yeah, I needed to do a solid like three months because fuck, since I've been single, I think I've slept with four women. Yeah, two. Well, I don't know two, two old, two new. You know, from the apps because it's like fucking ordering a Domino's. You know, it's easy as shit now. It's fucking. I'm not saying that's good. Trust me. You know, I know every every uh, every man that's listening to this that isn't getting any is either like, fuck you. Or fuck you, and it's like I know it's, and of course I'm like fucking me like oh it's bad like no it's biologically natural but not healthy for our community for myself for women it's not it isn't good even though it is a natural biological state to be in it's not a good thing and that's uh, that's an important thing for me to admit to myself but then actually stick with it 
no, I, yeah, I haven't slept with anyone in several weeks now, but it's like, I need to go months, need to go months and also like actually cut out porn, not this limited amount bullshit. Like just cut it out. Just don't watch for three months. I jerk off, jerk off. Don't watch it. Don't entertain any women. That's another fucking big thing for me. It's easy to not sleep with them, but if like someone's just kind of hitting me up, being flirty, it's like all, it's hard for me not to flirt back. It's just, just who I am, especially when I'm single. So, but yeah, I mean, just, I'd need to like cut it all out. It's like if you have a you know weight problem and you just have a cupboard full of junk food, it's like, yeah, clear it out. Like just clear out the junk food, get healthy, and then you kind of attack your life how you need to attack it. But you need to clear out the shit. And like for me, it's definitely like hooking up porn and all that. As we know, we've kind of been going through this whole thing. Never cleared it out. I needed to clear that out first. Because my brain, even today, is still pornographied. Like, so every, you know, how I look at the world is still very pornographic, I would say. You know, it's a very honest thing to say. It was something that took me years just to recognize of just like, man, like, yeah, the reason I could do porn is because of that hypersexual drive yeah. and how I viewed it. You know, and now it's like, wow, I'm trying to like essentially retrain my brain from that. It's been a fucking work in progress, man, for sure. It's really getting off of a drug. They have a whole like addiction therapy mm. for sex. Um, like, that's a real addiction. If I need to go down that road, I'll go down that road. I've had a lot of support from people in my life, like doing this with you mm. and other people, and it's been cool. Being and just being able to be honest about it, just being like, "Hey, just being like, damn, like I don't think I need to be doing this anymore." Well, we're all we're all doing something to ourselves that we could be open and honest about. It's just mm. a matter of will we it's hard to do is, is it really hard to do well, i mean i think a lot of people just care about what others are going to think of them and it's like you know we all everybody has some type of shit that they're dealing with mm -hmm. something that they're doing to harm themselves in some type of way some some physically some mentally and we just need to be open about it and realize that hey you have your shit i have my shit it's okay it's okay. I don't think a lot of things are right or wrong. I think we need to stop doing that, thinking that, oh, you know, oh, you have a fucking sex addiction. That's wrong. That's wrong of you. No, it's not wrong. It's not right. It's not wrong. It's you. It's something it's real life, yeah. that you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. And it's it's okay. That's the biggest thing I have to like tell myself. I'm like, oh, I can sit in it where I'm like, damn, I could fuck all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, I know I could do porn. I, know, I basically have, I have done porn. Mm -hmm. I, I've fucked you know, multiple women in a week and done all this crazy shit where you're like, oh, well, that's just part of your life. It's okay. You just take a deep breath and you're like, well, I'm not going to do it today because it's not really going to be value adding to my mm -hmm. life. And then like tomorrow, nah, I'm probably not going to do it tomorrow because that's not going to be value adding. Mm -hmm. Oh, a girl hits me up like, hey, I'm going to want to suck your dick. And you're like, oh, man, like that sounds good. Probably not value adding. Like, yeah, it's, it was nice. Whatever time we had, it was cool. But like, this is my new path. And you know, I'd respect if you could kind of chill on hitting me up or whatever. And I have, I've done that to a couple women. I, again, I've cut most, most of the women out of my life now. It's not, I don't think the, the issue is setting like a, a goal. It's like, Oh, I want to go three months mm. without masturbating or three months without sex. I think it's, you wake up, you're like, today is the day I defeat. And you do that every day. Mm. Instead of setting three months out, it's a day at a time. Because no. that's a lot easier to obtain than... Than three months out. Yeah, well, I 
I'm just more of if I can go three months, the whole thing is if I go three months, see what it does to my brain more so that, you know, it's like, okay, I won't use dating apps, obviously, but who would you really want to date? Mm -hmm. Like allow myself to be like, okay, this is something I actually have control of and I could actually date seriously. Mm -hmm. What if you like three months, did you masturbate today? No. Okay. What if you (laughs) from three months today, go to your calendar. I don't know if you have a physical calendar calendar we're real fucking Medea. get in your calendar maybe buy a real calendar Mm -hmm. something physical physical so you can actually see it go three months from today Uh, whatever three months from today is put defeated okay and then every day that you don't have sex or masturbate put w-o-n or Mm w-i-n because you've won that day you're winning that day and every day you go through, you put the day that you have won. And then by the time you get to your third month of that specific day, you have the word defeated right there. And from there, you know that you've actually, it's it's something you're seeing. Every day. I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm winning. Or you can just put that actually, I've won, I've won, I've won. Mm-hmm. Every single day that you have gone and then you have defeated. And you said, I've defeated this. Mm-hmm. That way, it's it's super physical, and you're you're really believing it, and you're seeing it happen. Well, no, that's real. I mean, it's a good idea. Thank it you. is. It's like it's easy to cut it out for a short amount of time, but if you don't really believe in it, you just go right back to it. Mm-hmm. I think it's any drug addict, any mm-hmm. alcoholic, any whatever your your substance of choice is. You have to just be like, "Yep, do I gotta sit in it?" and then actually do it. You know. Mm-hmm. Be like, oh shit! That if I do that, then I'm letting it defeat me, and it's like, nah, like you're not gonna defeat me. Mm-hmm. That's I'm, that's true. That's, that's the, real, man. <laughs> the only person that you're battling is yourself. You're not battling anything else. Just, it's all mm-hmm. outside sources, and you can control the outside sources. It's mm-hmm. the internal source. Can you control that? That's for anyone. That's literally <laughs> for anyone. Everybody's battling themselves. Oh, I know. Control but, what you can control. Mm-hmm. There's some things that you can. There's some things that you can't. You're damn straight. But and the things you can't control is death. That is true. It's like one of the only things I believe that you can't control. Even if they figure out a way to do it. To like, you know, there's been sci-fi shows and movies about being able to live forever or transfer your consciousness I'd into something that. else. Uh, there's no way to do it. I'd hate that. Then there's no, uh, to me... There's no real reason to living if I can live forever. Mm-hmm. There's no purpose to life. It's just literally existing. Dude, that's, I mean, I, it's, I mean, I guess it's related to what we're talking about, but I think that's one of the biggest things that's happening. What I'm saying is it's like because so few people, especially educated people, are procreating, it's like, whoa, like what? You're going to die, and mm-hmm. that's it. And it's so weird to think, yeah. I mean, it's not good, man. Mentally, I think it's it's hammering men and women. I mean, yeah. there's definitely a purpose to life. Mm-hmm. I think people believe that it's, oh, my purpose in life is to be an astronaut or a teacher, a ball player, whatever it may be. I don't, I think everybody's purpose in life is actually very similar. I think everybody's purpose in life is to live, create a, a beautiful world for other people in the society and love. I think that's the real purpose of life is to live as one together 
find somebody that you can actually spend your time with, develop close friendships, and then this whole world just love one another. You may not have to like anybody, but there's no reason for us to be killing anybody. There's no reason for us to be fighting. Well, in today's world, how fucking convenient it is, but it'll always be that. You know, I think it's... But that's where I think a lot of other depression can come from. It's like, oh, I don't have a purpose. I don't have a purpose. Absolutely. Well, if we stop thinking that our purpose is a tangible thing to collect and just realize it's more <laughs> about the human connection. I think people want the tangible, obviously. Markets are doing so. We have to think above that. Fuck. No, no, I know. It's just, it's comical what capitalism has driven, man. I mean, honestly, it's phenomenal. Where it's like, we have definitely sold our soul to capitalism, I would mm-hmm. say, for mm-hmm. sure. More, better, bigger, everything. And it's just like, why? No, that's the one thing I definitely always questioned was kind of the system that was put in place, everything, all the constructs of our society, which is good, I guess. But it's, you know, it's, it definitely chases ingenuity too. I mean, I'm not going to, I guess, rail against it. You know, it does make people, you know, work hard and try to obviously better their lives. And, mm-hmm. but yeah, this, we just live in the age of excess now is a problem for sure. Biggest fucking truck, biggest house all this stuff look at me now then of course you have social media where it's like oh look at all these trips i'm going on look mm-hmm. at this new car i bought look at all blah 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 and then of course and then everyone's consuming that and then becoming depressed from comparing their lives to other people's <laughs> lives it's fucking sick we dude. just we're just valuing all the wrong things yeah that's that is for sure happening very very aggressively well, let's right think now. about it whenever we were like hunter and gatherers what did we what did we value then it was all the simple things right because mm-hmm. we could have died survival no so it's so, like your your cave, everyone in your cave, and survival. Your everybody Which in your you might be going back to that community, your little commune or whatever the fuck you had, like your your tribe. You didn't really fight too much within your tribe. Like your tribe was your family. Mm-hmm. You guys all looked out for each other. You valued that. You guys all hunted together. Mm-hmm. You guys all shared. Everybody. I mean, everybody kind of raised everybody's kids. Like everybody pulled their own weight. Like you like to say. They valued the right things. Mm-hmm. And that's really when it comes down to it. That's really what it is. That's what it should be. Here in America, here in the world, we should all be looking out for each other. Should be. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, I don't know. And I, at the end of the day, I fucking, I've really enjoyed this. This has been beyond helpful in my own life. And it's mm-hmm. cool to hear other people talking about like, man, like this has helped me too. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's so cool about this. No matter what this turns into. Like I said, I forget 90% of the time because I don't listen to any of our old recordings at all. Once they're recorded, they're recorded. I don't listen to them. So like, I'm not going to listen to this when this comes out. <laughs> People come up and be like, oh, well, Eric said this really cool thing. Or you said this one thing. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's actually true. Yeah, I believe that. Sounds like something I'd say. <laughs> that's awesome. Or they're like, oh, really interesting pot podcast episode this week which one was it (laughs) no i hope this is very beneficial to a lot of people i'd love to get it out there more and hopefully the right ear hears it assist people more than anything if anyone's willing to have a conversation and want to come on that's always good Mm -hmm. we haven't interviewed somebody in a minute that'd be good or a group of people or whatever you know i think uh yeah, the more the better if you feel like you have something to share where you're just like, man, like it's the it's a mental game, man. It's a mental game today. 
and that's it's nice about doing this is even if you come on as you get to be very present with two people that you know can have good conversation you walk away and you just feel good again even if you don't if you just want to reach out to us you don't have to uh, come on and, and you know talk about it live i think that's half of what we enjoy doing is just having deep conversations because i know y'all going through it i know yet oh man i wasn't that honest with my like significant the other the other week or i fucking wasn't doing well like doing this or like i'm spending too much time playing video games watching porn it's the whole point of this is that you're just like fuck like I don't have to do this alone. You're doing this with us, just like we're doing this with you. You know, I feel like I'm not, by sharing my story, it's like I'm not quitting alone. I'm quitting just not only, you know, I'm quitting with a group of people that, you know, want me to have a better life, to succeed in life, to be like, man, when I get to my parents' age, I'm like, man, I can look back in my life and be like, shit, just like my dad said when he got cancer, it's like, oh, I don't want to die now. But if I did, he's like, I've had a good life. I mean, how many people can say that now? I know there's people that can, but I think there's going to be a mass, our generation, you and me, going into life, 40s, I'm seeing it, 40s, 50s, 60s, and you're just a shell of a person that was like, what did I do for 50 years, 60 years? You kind of let life happen to you instead of taking life. That's scary, man. That's And we're numb. We're just fucking numb (laughs) to whatever our stimulus is. I've talked to a lot of people, and that's what they say. They're numb. Mm-hmm. which is it's very alarming yeah, it is very alarming oh, it's yeah. very alarming it's actually it's sad too i feel i feel bad for him well yeah because our, our brains are being rocked man i mean the most profitable companies these tech companies the more you rock the brain the more you get people on their phones for whatever mm-hmm. you can make just billions of dollars and especially when you hack into that reptilian brain mm-hmm. we forget it like you fucking just hammer that shit down woo, woo, woo. <laughs> Fucking, you got me. I'm a smart guy, and you got me. I mean, it's been fun. It's I've had a fun ride, just blowing backs out and doing all this crazy shit. But it's like, man, you you got me good. And now I'm sitting here at 33. Just I got a kid, shoulders mm-hmm. fucked up. Like, and again, not life. Life just happens to you. I get that. But where you're like, man, like, it, yeah, you got me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like life. You just it gets you. Gets everyone. Well, that's the thing. We have to take the life we want. We have to stop letting life happen to us. Most of us are just sitting back and letting life happen. <laughs> That's to us. definitely I mean, what's happening. There's things that happen to you in life. Like life is going to happen. But if you sit back and you keep letting it hit you and you're not fighting back at all and you're not going out there and grabbing. Remember, you're in control of your own fucking life. There's going to be things that are going to happen in your life that's going to make it seem very difficult. It's how you react to that that will determine where you end up in life. Correct. So if you're down right now, <laughs> stop fucking beating yourself up. Oh, I'm so down. You're going to keep being that way if you just keep letting life happen to you. This is your life. Nobody, and the excuses you make, I'm going to be honest with you, no one gives a fuck about the excuses except yourself. So you're only letting yourself down. So you should probably buckle up a little bit and remember. Oh, well, I didn't come to the gym this day because work whooped my ass. And it's like, well, guess who gives a fuck about that? <laughs> Just you. No one else cares about your excuses. No one cares about why you didn't become successful. I don't want to hear about, well, I didn't become successful because of this. Well, it seems like an excuse for me. Now, there are situations, right? There's people that's been wrongly convicted. There's people that are 
on the street that's had some unfortunate things happen. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, high 90-something percent, you've just made an excuse. And that's why you're not where you want it to be. And that's why someone else is living the life that you want. Start with that honesty and then mm-hmm. start with, you know, again, less tech, more neck. What the whole premise of this thing was is of like, can you walk away from it? Whatever you're succumbed to on it, can you walk away? And just be like, you know, for me, obviously we all know what mine is. Okay. Not going to do it today. I'm going to go to bed after this, wake up, work hard tomorrow, see my son this weekend. And even if I do it this weekend or next week, I'm not going to beat myself up. I'm just going to be like, oh, well, I'm gonna keep on moving. going to keep moving forward, knowing that this shit is addictive as hell, you guys. It really is. Don't beat yourself up, whatever you're going through. Whether it's real substance abuse, technolo- technological substance abuse, it's designed to be addictive. Alcohol, marijuana. Cigarettes, fucking porn. It's okay. <laughs> you have to. You have to walk forward. No one out here is walking backward, so you might as well just keep walking. Damn straight. No reason to stop. As always, this has actually been a very good one. Yeah, that was that was good. It seems like it's been <laughs> fucking ages since we even hopped on here. But we appreciate y'all listening, and uh, we will talk to you guys next week. This has been Less Tech More Nick, and I am Devonte. And I'm Eric. Peace. Let's take Monet. Mmm, y'all hear what I say? Let's take Monet for your mother and your brother. We gon' hear from Eric and Devontae. It's strange times and these are strange days, and it's strange people living strange ways. So expect, let's take Monet.